right, welcome to Bevy's on Tap. I'm Tim. I'm Jeff. And this is episode number 30. Yeah, pretty nuts. Um, pretty good mile marker to be able to keep rolling. Yeah. I know we joke about it, but um, it is like a commitment to do it. And um, with everybody's time restraints, right? Right. That's probably the most difficult thing that people don't understand. It's, you know, we're having fun doing it. And it's, you know, like friends sitting around chatting. Um, yeah, no, it's it's sweet doing it, man. And cheers to, or uh, shout out to Laura for uh, last week being yeah. so being so cool talking about that. And That's actually, uh, I didn't mention it last week, but um, Travis was not there, um, so we kind of did the recording ourselves. Yeah. Um, although he still does like all the editing and like mixing of things. Um, and uh, again, we're without Travis, so he's <laughs> right. on a hiatus. Yeah. Um. um. He's not. He's not on a cruise ship this time. I don't think. No, he's down in Columbus. Oh. Um, he does video work on the, on the side, and he's got a project that he's doing down there. Yeah, <clears throat> pretty cool though. Well, cheers, Jeff. Yeah. Um, again, we're we're recording from the brewery. Yeah. Um, Which I've so, been enjoying. Like honestly, it's it's I like I like recording at the brewery. It's yeah, nice. I think it's kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah. I um, I dig it. Um, from from the perspective that it it is its natural environment, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, it's super cool, man. Um, so. um, but yeah, um, dude, I was uh, last night. I watched Beetlejuice. Oh yeah, <laughs> Britt and I watched Beetlejuice last night. Dude, like the original, like the nineteen eighty eight Beetlejuice. Michael Keaton. Mike, Michael Keaton. Dude, it's crazy. It still holds up, man. Oh, it's it. I think that movie is potentially timeless. Like it, it's though. so well done, innovative for its time. Way innovative. I mean, you know, I don't. When did it come out? It was like eighty-eight. Eighty-eight. Yeah. I'm trying to think about like as movies progress. Like I can remember just like, um, and I'm I'm not a big sci-fi guy, so a lot of like that kind of stuff like you know where a head can turn around and like, <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean um, you know I know like by the time they did like the Matrix yeah they that would have been like 99 it would like talk I mean the special effects so this of is like movie, 10 years before that yeah okay and like yeah. just I even like said to Brit like during it I'm like dude Michael Keaton playing Beetlejuice like does such a crazy job at and like, he's so like good he seems it. like such a like well, in the end, it is, but like a good guy, you know. <laughs> yeah. But in the movie, he's kind of like um, he's the guy that you you love to hate, kind of. I think. Yeah. But on the same hand, funny. It's it's and, also funny, like rewatching it because, um, like, I don't know her name as an actress, but like the light, the lady who plays like the artist who comes who moves into the house after the couple dies, uh, she's like the mom in Home Alone. Where she plays the mom and home. Yeah, mom. yeah, yeah. I, like, I know, I know who you're talking about. It's yeah. crazy because, like, if this movie came out in '88, like, you know, I don't know what other movie she was in. I guess, but like, Home Alone, I think came out in 1990, I believe. Like either 90 or 91, I think. Like the first. Yeah, so that for her, that would have been just like right. a few years after. Yeah, yeah. So um, kinda, kinda Home Alone that. was like, my lord. Like, I mean. As far as movies go, I think that was the 
first movie that, like, I can remember, like, everybody saw it. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, Blockbuster, you know? (laughs) Everybody saw it. There were probably other ones that, you know, if you you said, oh, how about this one? You know, how about this one? Um, How about, like, really awesome movies that are, like, you have to see at the theater? Like, you know... I, and I'm not a big theater guy, right? Yeah. What I do love is really good music, and when really good music is at the theater, yeah. Um, and you're in a, like a complete surround sound environment, always sit to the middle of the theater because that's where the best sound is. By the way. Oh yeah, dude. Um, I don't know if you know that. Yeah. But if you, the, the whole theater is designed to be sitting in like the middle right. seat of the theater. That's where you're hearing it behind you, beside you, in front of you, and right. um, the sound is amazing. That's what know. I love about movie theaters mostly. Right. I don't know. I just thought like uh, like watching it last night. You know, just we're, today we're talking about um, <laughs> we're gonna have like two different Oktoberfests this year. I got off on a tangent, is what he's saying. It's just like the season, yeah, though, yeah, dude. You know, yeah. like, like, yeah. I don't know. I just think that you know we've we've already watched a few other like, dude. Bro, every year we watch Hocus Pocus too. Okay, it's like yeah, a nostalgic yeah. movie for yep. us. Um, we've already watched that. You know, um, Halloween Town, which is another nostalgic one. And then I had to watch Beetlejuice last night, dude. I'm just ready for. Uh, I'm ready for the fall season, man. Yeah, it's coming. It's. I think I've. I feel it coming quick. Like the sun has definitely started to set earlier, but also so much lower in the sky. Yeah. Like you notice it in the fall. It's like getting darker. Yeah. Getting darker earlier and faster. Like, you know, it's, it's interesting. Like the, the slow climb up. Yeah. Right. To like summer solstice. Right. And then bam, (laughs) it's on its way right back. It doesn't sit there. It just gets to summer solstice and then bam. Right. It's on its way back down. It's wild. Right. Yeah, man. So, you know, eventually we'll be talking about our pumpkin beer. Can't wait. On. My favorite beer of all. Yeah. I think of all of our, like, specialty beers, for sure, that is. Um, yeah. That one will be, we're making two batches of that. So, it'll be a lot of pumpkin uh, prepping. Yeah. <laughs> Just a lot Lots of Lots of bacon. Yeah. And not, like. Bacon, like baking. Right. Lots of baking. Literally. Yeah. Yeah. But um, for, for uh, yeah, actually this week we're releasing two two different Oktoberfests. One of them will be what Buffalo Rocks had the last uh, couple years, so called the Rocktoberfest, and, uh, which I believe um, did Troy get inspired by this? Because it's, I think it's based off of like his wife Karen's like hometown in Germany or something, right? That might be right. To be honest with you, like they were I like don't recall. I know, I know. Then. Troy introduced it. I know that's where like the none of that, like some of that, oh, okay. you know, none of that one, two, and three right. were um, from a trip in Germany, right? Um, and this might have been too because it's a like pretty much straight German recipe. Yeah, it's like all German ingredients and um, it's a Marzen. Um, but the grain like are is straight up like you know specialty, you know, like that we never use for us. Yeah, yeah, even for us, like yeah, yeah. 
And it's kind of interesting. Um, it's fun to make one because it's unique, but also too, it's like it's like a it's a Marzen style. Um, uh, but the body of the Marzen is like um, it's a little lighter, like in color, I guess, compared to like other Marzens that you would see. Yeah, it doesn't have that like not maybe as amber as much as it is kind of like almost pale alish. I would say yeah, or maybe that's like good. a blend of that. Actually, yeah, that's that's yeah. that's like straight up what it looks like. And um, I believe, like... Uh, I think it's, you know, the, the malt, I don't know, if, um, clearly, like, if they were roasted a little bit more... Yeah. You know, yeah. you get a little bit darker, maybe, but I don't know if it, you know, usually you get a little bit heavier body to it, too. Right, totally. So, yeah, and this I one's pretty light. Um and uh, the hops using it are, uh, if I can remember, I think the bittering hop we use are, are uh, pearl hops. And then flavor it with some Holler Tower. I think if I pronounce it, I never know how to pronounce that one, man. That's how I say it, Holler, Holler Tower. And then uh, the thing about Oktoberfest is that they're lagers. So, like, you know, it's another one of those where we're fermenting pretty cold. Yeah. You know? um, for this one, we uh, lagered it for about five weeks. But this is, like, post-fermentation. About, about- 45 degrees uh yeah that's probably on average just like what it was at yeah, yeah. yeah. um i think we made these like back in like mid-july yeah uh, if that sounds right yeah maybe, we talked maybe about first, this first or second we talked july. about this in the last episode that um beer making is like hurry up and wait you yeah. know especially lagering <laughs> i know Right. Yeah. Like yeah. when I was transferring uh, that one and we're bringing on mine as well. So I transferred two different Oktoberfests, but literally the day that I was transferring them, I was like, finally, dude, like these have been sitting right. here for so long. <laughs> right. I'm like, so I was so ready to, to get those carbonating, man. Cause it's a season. Like right now I, w- I wish like, well, you always, this is like your favorite. Yeah. You've talked about it many times. Like I look like, forward to this this beer every year. Oktoberfest from from like just like the whole season of it too and like yeah. it's my favorite season seasonal beer and uh you know just that's probably like why we like enjoy going to German American Fest every year just because yeah. of like all the beers that are out there and I also like going to all the local breweries and trying their Oktoberfest just to see like which ones stand out to me you know yep um, and how they differ as well um and like the the other uh Oktoberfest that we're having come out like which would be mine is the, we're calling it the Fall Fest, so we're gonna have the Oktoberfest, which is Mars and style, and then Fall Fest, which this one's more of like your um, you know traditional American style Oktoberfest. So people get it in flight. The clear difference between the two, uh, mine has that amber color to it. Right, right. Yeah. Gonna have that heavier body or yeah. darker body, darker body to it. To it. Yep. Um, and then you know the malt bill is totally different. Uh, we still lagered it. But the malt bill is totally different. The hops, uh, I mean, I've got, I think I've added some Mount Hood hops at the end of the boil for flavor, some Saz. Um, but Dark Munich malt, Vienna. The interesting thing about this one, too, is that instead of using biscuit malt um, as one of the specialties, I actually used two-row, which is a base grain. But okay. I did, like, uh, percentage-wise of the malt bill, I did about a little less than 5% of two row added just yeah, to yeah. try to get some breadiness out of that malt uh, without having to use like totally biscuit malt, you know? Right. So it'll be interesting just to see how it, how it comes out. It looks nice. Um, they both look pretty nice. 
I'm just ready for him to. I'm ready for right. this week to to tap him, dude. Um, well, it's coming like soon enough. Like, yeah, for real. Oh, totally. I mean, um, dude, I can't believe that it's September. You know, like, time's flying. It's just crazy. Like it's it's going it's going way too fast. Um, but you know, it's also like it's a beautiful thing. I think of living in this region is you get to. You get to see all the changes and experience all the changes. Right. You know? Yeah. Um, you know fall's coming. Like, it's not too long till we're going to see leaves changing colors. Right, man. Oh, speaking of leaves changing, my uh, so Britt and I are going to make a pumpkin beer at home. Yeah. And when we made a Christmas ale at home last year, we had our friend Maddie, like, um, uh, we, we bottled them. Right, so we, we bottled them in bombers, which are the twenty two ounce. Yep. Right, and uh, we had our friend Maddie, like she has a cricket machine, so we like took a picture of us like at a party like last summer. Right, and um, it was like basically like Britt, our friend Emily, and our friend Maddie like on a couch just like cheersing, you know. Right. Uh, but we had our friend Maddie like print all those out for labels and everything, and then we gave them to friends um, at one of our Christmas parties last year. That's like cool. Gifts. Yeah, yeah. I think we're gonna do the same thing for this pumpkin beer. That's sweet. And we already have an idea yeah, yeah. of the label. It's gonna be sweet, dude. Yeah, yeah. that's sweet. <laughs> but it'll yeah. involve like the leaves changing and all that. But um, Oktoberfest season's finally here, man. I feel like, uh, God, like I was just saying about how July is too early to release it, and it's like now that August is over, it's like three weeks ago I was wishing that we right. had it on tap already. Yeah, so, but we're we're. We keep getting good rotations on, and um, I mean, in this case, like I said, we got two different versions of it coming out that uh, for the people out there listening or people stopping by, um, give you a couple of options. Yeah, which I think is pretty so, cool because yeah. I don't, not too many places I, no, I don't think have that. Like, um, I, always, I always bring up Ernest, like, during, like, I feel like I bring them up a lot when we talk, but I think they might be the only local brewery who has an Oktoberfest and then they have a fest beer on okay. tap at the and same time, um, which are pretty like closely related to each other. Mm-hmm. But I think they might be the only ones who have um, like two different options for people. Yeah. I know uh, I was at Quench and Tempered about a week ago and Alex told me that they're making an Oktoberfest this year. Last year they didn't make one. So it'll be cool to go try his. I need to go to Pavlov's and try his up in Temperance. That's one that sticks out to me, man, that every year I'm like, wow, this is pretty solid. Um, I've been, like, impressed with Pavlov's beer, like, yeah. pretty much. Anytime I've been up there, I try it. I've been I've been impressed with that. Yeah. Um, recently, I've kind of got out a little bit more where I got up to Upside. Yeah. yeah um, I got down to downtown Ernest. Um, I was actually at Inside the Five. Uh, I met a buddy there for lunch. Um, oh, you did? He had a beer. I couldn't have a beer because I was at my regular work. Yeah. Which um, one? Um, oh, the one. Which work? Or, <laughs> no, I'm just messing with you. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, he, I think, got, I can't remember which, if it was hoodies mm. or. That's some new ones. I was just uh, there like two weeks oh, ago. Oh, the Devil Devil Wars hoodies? Yeah. No, that's been on. That's, that, yeah, that's, that's like one their, of the Yeah, it's there. been there for, yeah, that's like, a, I think, I don't know if it's been off. It hasn't been off many times. Um, 
there was also I I can't remember we were there at lunch and there was like a uh, I think there was a fruited beer too. Yeah, and he might have gotten that. We were we were talking about all the different beers. I was looking at their tap list. It was pretty good. Yeah, man. Like I um, just I was there like two weeks ago. I had a um, they labeled it as a a cold or a a hoppy lager, but tasting it, you know, it, I mean it's a cold IPA. Kind of tasted, you know yeah, I mean? yeah, really yeah. good. Yeah, kind of tasted similar to our um, Ollie session that we just made. That was a great beer. Yeah, it was a solid one. Um, I got very little of it. You did? Yeah. I mean, so fast. well, I, I wasn't at the festival cause I had family in town and, uh, yeah, that was, that was gone. It was gone before it hit the floor. Yeah. Like, it's, think about that. It never hit I know. the happened. floor. Right. Crazy. It is crazy. Yeah. I, uh, um, uh, it's fermenting right now in other batches, so it'll, that's another one that that'll be up on tap. I should probably add yeah. that to the the board up there. But yeah, man, this this episode was just basically so people can uh, get excited about coming out and trying our. our what's your fest. favorite part of fall? Like you know, look looking ahead to fall. Like what's your, what's your favorite part about it? Like beer wise, or just in general? Um, it can be like. The combination too. It can be. I know you went to German American Fest. Yeah. So there's there's definitely a lot of beer fests that are built around yeah. October and. I think, dude. Um, honestly, man, like one of my favorite things, like, out of the entire year, is having an Oktoberfest beer outside in October. Okay. Because it's not hot, for the most part. Uh, the like the trees look awesome, you know. The way the sun sets is nice. Like, ah, dude, I, I that's like one of my favorite parts. And then I also really dig having a Christmas ale like in December as well. Okay, you know, or a Christmas yeah. or Christmas ale like um, standing outside under a heater or something like right, bu- bundled right, up, you like, know? like yeah, that's a cool yeah, feeling. yeah. When it feels Christmassy, right? Yeah, and cold. like festive. Like what we think of is Christmassy as being, you know, wintertime and cold and white. You know, festive. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, the, that whole experience for me changed cause I spent a couple of, um, Christmases in Florida and it was, it was, it was, it was very weird actually. <laughs> yeah, totally. Like, you know, but there are people that grew up in Florida or grew up, you know, in other parts of the world that yeah. Christmas is not associated with cold and yeah. like, we're, we're in a unique area for that mm-hmm. actually. Um, not unique, but, um, we're in a region that not everybody has that same experience. Oh, totally, man. Um, like being downtown Hensville, like you know when the when the lights are like I, along the building yeah. and stuff down there, like having a beer outside there, like at, at nighttime during beer fest last year when it was freezing cold <sighs> yeah. and my toes were numb and <laughs> my See, teeth like, were chattering. January, right there. Yeah, like January is pretty cold, but in December, yeah, yeah. that's that's a nice. Um, I like the I like when the leaves change for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, when it just, it, it brings on a different prettiness to the landscape and I don't know, it gives you depth. People look up, oh, totally. you know, um, it's amazing. People, people will drive, um, and they never hardly look up or right. walk and never hardly look up right. like, you know, 
there will be a dead tree standing dead in their yard and they don't know it because they've never looked up and saw that it doesn't have leaves on it, you know? Yeah, I'm not saying everybody. I'm just saying, like, you know. Yeah. Um, but I think it changes the perspective of what you what you see and what you look at. No, totally. Um, it, yeah. And there's, like, a sense of, like, during that time, too, it's, like, a sense, like, you get a feeling of, like, like, comfortable, like, you're comfortable, you're, like, relaxed, kind of. I think it, I think it's in, like, it's natural for people in this environment for that to happen. Like, I think animals, like, my favorite thing about fall is, honestly, I've been a hunter and fisherman all my life, and um, fishing, um, sometimes in in the fall is great, but when hunting season comes around and deer start moving, um, just... I spent a lot of time in the woods watching animals. Yeah. And um they they all start to like it's it's interesting. It's like a hunker down. Yeah. But it's a it's a the the whole atmosphere changes when it starts getting colder, the leaves start changing. Um it's wild, the world's right? a beautiful place. Right. It's like Honestly. it's pretty wild. It's, yeah, the trees in our front yard too. This time of year, oh yeah. my god, dude! The whole street, it looks so right. Oh uh, nice, yeah, dude. like it's coming. It's like yeah, like picturesque. Man. Do you have like like I mean, canopy? Do you have like like canopy over the road, or is yeah, it just like enough like, side trees and? Yeah, like it's all like the side the trees along the side of the road, and it goes all the way down. It just looks even like when it snows too. Like if we get a snowstorm, you know, you go outside like the next morning, and it just looks. And that, so yeah. white and like glistening. there's something just, special about like awesome. fresh snow on the ground and everything's whited out yeah like that changes perspective too right. actually right like um yeah it looks i don't know so pure yeah right? like i'm talking like yeah with these trees filling out like here in october like I, i'll have to as far as like Instagram goes for our our page, like our Buffalo page, like dude, you're t- like I can take some a growler or something and put it on the street, trying to get some right, pictures in, right. the, in the background, you know, or oh, something. Yeah, yeah. stuff like that would be cool because it it looks so nice, you know. Yeah. Uh, but um, and then like with these Oktoberfest, dude, I'm totally probably gonna take a a, a six stall keg because we're gonna have a um. We're gonna have a shindig at our place for the Buffalo Bills versus New York Jets. Oh yeah, it's yeah, on yeah. September 11th, which is a Monday, which sucks. But uh, might have to bring a little Oktoberfest for that. Uh, that little Speaking bang. of that, September 15th is the golf outing. Oh yeah, that's right. We have, have um, we even, you might have talked about this like briefly uh, last week, maybe. I know we haven't really talked about it too much. Um, yeah, we uh, there. I'm trying to think. When this comes out, there's not much time left. There might be the cutoff. Oh yeah, you're right. Um, this would be. Let me check my calendar. Yeah. Um, but this one would come out on. Um, I think it. This is the. It would be September fifth. Yeah. When it comes out. So there, yeah, probably by this Friday, you'll have to have locked in. Okay. Um, so uh, cool event though. That, yeah, that yeah. It's 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 filled out pretty good. Yeah. Um, based off of everybody that's committed and how many teams are playing and, um, we got a few whole sponsors and we're, uh, I've never done this before. Yeah. I was Definitely. Say, I could be better one. at it. Um, we are 
donating to nature's nursery. Sweet. Um, which is cool. Yeah. Um, they do things like rescuing bald eagles and um, bobcats and um, like locally they take care of like this whole area and they're like privately funded oh, cool. like by don't by like this donation only huh. or, or people's like, like time, like donating, donating their time and taking care of animals. Yeah. Yeah. yeah if, if, cool. if you love animals, like truly love animals and you, you, I, I'm sure they got volunteer time where literally you're just being present. Yeah. Like, yeah. You don't have much to do except for, you know, if a bird or or a fox or right. um, a deer or whatever they've rescued. Um, yeah, sounds like a cool. They're taken care of. Right on. Yeah, and their their goal is to you know wild release. I believe everything. Oh, okay. That, Interesting. Yeah, man. I don't know. I just I'm excited for this fall weather, dude. It's just been so hot lately, and it's like. Are you in fantasy football? No, Travis is. He's not here to talk about it, though. Yeah, yeah. Next episode, we're going to have to talk about fantasy football and yeah. draft. And yeah. every everybody out there is doing fantasy draft. <laughs> and maybe if you think you got the best team um, and you can't send me the best team unless you're in a league that has at least eight teams. But if you if you send us your best team, you got to send us a list of your team and how many teams are in your league, um, and maybe we'll give a salute to a few of you. And if we do, maybe we give a T-shirt. Oh yeah, or something like that. Yeah, so, yeah, that'd be awesome. Um, get you connected and. Um, yeah, that'd be sweet. So. Uh, yeah. yeah, like that. Like, there's so many people that play fantasy football. I know. It's incredible. It's it's like more than, um, definitely. I think more than go to the movies. Mm-hmm. I believe it, dude. I, I I don't know what the numbers are actually, but it, it's it's an enormous number of people that play it. Yeah, I play it. I don't even watch football. <laughs> you still play it? I mean. <laughs> I don't. I watch statistics and I read reports and I might, you know, um, the people that are really good at it, like they know that I can tell you, like, I know the ones that are good at it because I got, I play in a league that it's pretty competitive. Like everybody's like kind of into it. And we, we have a keeper league where you get to keep two players from your team from last year. The whole reason why we did the keeper league was to, get people that were buying into the idea of like, not that you're winning a bunch of money because we're not winning a bunch of money, but kind of took it seriously from the standpoint of like, you know, at the end of it, if you weren't in, you didn't like just give all your players away on, you know, and somebody else picks up the best player in the league because the team that had the best players right. out of it in week nine, right. you know? Yeah. So it, it kept the competitiveness is what the idea was like people that are really driven and like paying attention. Yeah. Um, but the, the good ones, they know, like um, if this receiver a gets hurt, they know to pick up receiver C because receiver C is going to fill that guy's spot right. 
and they they're paying attention to it like it it makes that guy's stock go up really fast yeah, right yeah. um so they pay attention to it and they get it before anybody else is like you know right, um watching it some like the good ones but then there's also like we have um what's called waivers so um you can only do that so many times before um it it kicks you down in where you are in the ability to select mm-hmm. so then anybody else can always pick above you because you've already picked somebody yeah totally so it knocks you down like so it's it's interesting it keeps it very competitive more, more competitive that way right, i would say yeah. but you definitely got to be paying attention right yeah i wish i was into it man but i just i don't know yeah i mean brit loves i mean just football in general dude like with her whole family of like from buffalo you know like you should you should see dude but for the German American Fest, we were streaming a um, Buffalo preseason game, and uh, it was against Chicago. And you would have thought that like it was a playoff game or something, right? You know, All right? Yeah. So like the September eleventh shindig, man. It's uh, I feel <laughs> I feel bad for our neighbor because we're we usually do this outside, and we put the TV outside and everything. So we're all just hanging nice, out yeah, yeah, yeah. Thankfully, you make it like as if you were at the stadium, kind of. <laughs> yeah. Right. No matter cool, what the uh, weather is. The neighbor's pretty cool, but our other neighbors on the other side of the house are going to come over too. Anyway, it doesn't matter. But I am looking forward to these fall beers, man. Very excited about these Oktoberfests. I'm excited for, to hear what people think about them. Um, I've already had some of the people who come in here ask about Oktoberfest, like when's it going to come out, you know. And uh, now that we're going to have a, a second option, so we'll have two options for people to, to indulge in, it's pretty cool. We did have both last year right this will be the first time like last year we did we made the Rocktoberfest. we had them at different times right we made two batches of the Rocktoberfest. so it was like the one style beer but we we just did like two single batches of it i thought we did both last year so this is the first time of your beer being on yeah your recipe right all right yeah pressure's on pressure's on man jeff's always worried about when he makes a new beer (laughs) dude Um, i am man about Especially. the public's take of it. Like, um, I know you brew good beer. So, Thanks, man. Um, I have confidence. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited too. I mean, yeah, we'll see. I mean, your recipe could totally suck. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. You, could, you could have brewed it perfectly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just messing with you. Um, no, I mean, you know... I here's what I do think. I think most of the time when I mean you you there are some outlandish things that are going on right now in the craft brewing community and people are brewing like how crazy can we make things? Yeah, I know. But um I think in general if you got a, a decent recipe that you can read and it makes sense just reading it you know, based off of the grain content and, you know, um, alpha acids and, right. and um, there's there's a lot more involved knowing flavors of hops, right? That right. that can definitely come into play. Right. Um, and then also flavors of grains. So it's not just, you know, but, but my point is, is like um, most of the time would be like, Either your recipe is really bad or 
you did something wrong. Yeah. Recipe's bad or yeah. you're adding stuff at the wrong time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I guess I throw that all into the same thing. Like, recipe being bad, either you didn't follow the recipe or the directions, you know. Right. I mean, from, like, proper times of dropping right. hops to a good What's good mix like? of grain bill. What's your equipment like? Yeah, all that. Yeah. Totally. You know, um, but no pressure. I mean... I'm going to be the first one online, though. <laughs> It'll be a year and a if we make it again next year, but uh, nah, I think people are going to like it. I know I'm going to like it. So yeah, yeah. Well, you've made it. This is just a bigger, yeah. This is like much upscale. bigger upscale. Actually, so this, going from five gallon test batch, yeah, right. So this, to a I've had people in, ninety gallon batch exactly, right. So like, we're talking about like like real quick funny story about this beer is like you're talking about a five gallon five gallon batch homebrew uh using a lager strain at home right but i have a stand-up fridge that i turn into a kegerator okay so you can lager so i have the space in the fridge to put my uh fermenter bucket in okay you know did you at home yeah okay so So you 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 used it at or you lock you fermented at a lagering temperature. I actually fermented it at a lager temperature, okay. but a different yeast. It was a different yeast. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, but which typically I think there's a, there's something about like a lagered beer that it just is it has a special taste. Yeah. I don't know how to describe it. It's yeah. it's no, it's, it's cleaner. I think is the way I describe it. Like it's in general, like I think a lager is like the, the, um, I think because it's colder, the, the, yeah, like, well, and the yeast, I feel like falls out like easier, maybe like, yeah, or it doesn't, it doesn't, um, it's just crazy, like, I don't know, you like, make a lager, and then over time, even after it's kegged, like, for example, our uh, our lime lager right now, dude, that's, like, crystal clear right now. And, yeah. like, two weeks ago, you know, it was well, still they, somewhat clear, but... Clear makes sense, right? Because it's, it's in the fermenter for a lot longer, yeah. right? So that's a lot longer time that beer is being settled out, right, yeah. and, and clarifying, and then... Um, like if you notice, like if you're cleaning tanks, um, that that sludge is a little bit harder on the rails, right. so to speak, of the of the tank, right. like for cleaning out. Just because it's been sitting there. Because it's been sitting there longer. Right. Yeah, yeah. Um, at least I I feel like mm-hmm. like from my experience of doing it. Um, yeah. But, um, yeah. Yeah, excited for people. Excited to about these, it. Man. Excited, dude. I've been waiting. We've been waiting. God, too long, man. That was the time. But as far as um, anything else to chat about, man, I don't know if I've got anything for this week or I think, what are we talking about next week? Um, We're getting close into Halloween. We're getting close into the golf outing. That might be the next thing okay. that we talk about. Right on. Um, not looking at our schedule exactly. Yeah. Oh, we talked about having Courtney on with Transient. Yoga. Oh yeah, 
Yeah. So that stay tuned. We we'll probably announce that if that's happening. Even if it doesn't um, happen, like for yeah. for uh, in the next week or two, basically Tim's talking. Courtney, about, if you're listening, do you want to come podcast <laughs> with us? I think it'd be cool. She does. She hosts a. Um, she's got transient yoga, and they do beer yoga at all these different breweries and um, and pubs as well. Like I think they've even yeah. been to like Casual Pint. And- Jeff, when we get to like a hundred episodes, do you think it'll be like, oh. If I'm getting, I'm, and I'm not digging on Courtney in any way, but I'm just saying, actually, do you think we're going to be famous enough that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll be like rolling in money, making right. a ton of money off sponsorships. Right, today. so we w- we won't have to look for people. The people Cor- will Courtney will be calling us, is what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> the people will come to us. Yeah, man. yeah. <laughs> what episode is that? Uh, sixty. Sixty. All right. <laughs> Stay tuned and stay with us till episode 60. All right. Peace out, everybody. Glad you're listening. Thanks for checking us out and uh, hanging tight with Bevy's on Tap. I'm Tim. I'm Jeff. And that's a wrap for Bevy's on Tap. Yeah. Cheers.